and welcome to Shelf Confidence, a podcast brought to you by the Pennsylvania Food Merchants Association that focuses on trends and innovations in the food and beverage retail industry. I'm Liz Kemery, your host, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Perry Smith, who works with Seltzer's Smokehouse Meats. Seltzer's is a new PFMA member, and today we'll be talking about how this fourth-generation company continues to please with its core products, as well as new offerings. Hey, Perry, how are you this morning? I'm fine, thank you. Great. So let's just start with your history at Seltzer's and what your role is. I'm Perry Smith. I was the uh, I did a little bit of everything at Seltzer's. I started 45 years ago, and uh, I started driving truck, and then I went into production, and then into sales, and then back into production, and then I moved into sales permanently and. I was uh, on the road sales for them up and down the East Coast, out to California, down to Texas, basically the whole United States where we were selling. Then about 20, 25 years ago, our sales manager retired and I took over being the sales director of the company. And that was my role for the last uh, 20 to 25 years. And uh, I worked under the third generation. I actually worked under each generation. I worked under Jack Seltzer second generation, Craig Seltzer, the third generation, and now Austin Wagonor, the fourth generation. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. You've got some excellent institutional knowledge with the company. Yes. So then as a fourth generation PA business, there's 120 years behind this brand. And of course, with your experience, you would know, what is it that makes Seltzer stand out from its competition? Oh, wow. Uh, Seltzer's Lebanon Bologna and the sweet Lebanon Bolognas and our only Bologna line. Right now, we strictly focus on Lebanon and sweet Bolognas, but we are diversifying, getting into some jerky, jerky bites. And I'm sure we'll talk about that a little later. <clears throat> but what makes us unique in the food industry, especially the smoked meat industry, is the Seltzer's Lebanon Bologna. It's an all-beef item. It's stuffed into a nine-pound casing or a 25-pound casing for slicing. And it's the smoking process. Once the all-beef product is stuffed into the casing, we hang it into an outdoor wooden smokehouse made with real wood smoke. It's hardwood, and it's a regular old fire underneath. And then the smoking process takes three days. And it's temperature. It's time and temperature. And we get the temperature up to maybe 130 degrees for a certain amount of hours. And we smoke the process for three days. And that's what really makes us unique in the uh, lunch meat area. Because we're really the only federally inspected plant with outdoor wooden smokehouses. Most other companies use a stainless steel smokehouse. And it's a quick cure and it's a liquid smoke. And so that's the main thing that makes us totally unique from everybody else. Then once it comes out of the smokehouse, then we have, you know, the top of the line slicing equipment, the model back equipment to package it and get it out to the retail market to get out to the consumer. Wow. Well, and that's pretty amazing. I mean, to know that uh, with with all the ways that things develop and how quickly everybody wants things these days, you know, that there's still that uh, that focus and that care to do things uh, the way that Seltzer's has always, you know, known and, and made, you know, sort of put that love into the products that you guys create. 
I know that, uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, but uh, you guys were on the news a little bit last week mm -hmm. for some new things going on. Uh, and one of the things that I kept hearing in the clips that were playing, uh, everybody kept going, oh my gosh, it smells so good. It smells amazing, mm -hmm. you know, because you've really just got this unique process down, which mm -hmm. is uh, which is pretty awesome. Now, you mentioned you were kind of all over the country selling Seltzer's products and getting them into um, retailers. What are some of the products that are really popular at Seltzer's with its core products? And um, and does that change depending on where you're selling in the country? Yes. Uh, I mean, our, our core product naturally is Lebanon Bologna and sweet Lebanon Bologna. And then we make a variety of other sweet Bolognas. We make a smoking honey sweet Bologna. We make a double smoked sweet. We make an old fashioned cloth bag sweet, and we make the sweet Lebanon. And then, the, as far as Lebanon bologna, there's only one really recipe for that, and that's totally different than sweet bolognas. And the Lebanon bologna is more of a uh, tangy, spicy bite to it. And when I started with the company, Lebanon bologna was sixty-five to seventy percent of our sales. Sweet bolognas was thirty to thirty-five percent of our sales. Today, as we speak, it's totally opposite. The sweet bolognas are 65 to oh. 70% of our sales, and Lebanon bologna is 35% of our sales. And that has some to do with uh, the customer base. Lebanon bologna is more for the uh, older generation. Uh, the younger generation has taken on to the, the sweet flavorings, and uh, that's a lot of the reason the sweet bologna is growing. And we have many different recipes for sweet. Like Lebanon, there's one one Lebanon, that's it. Sweet bolognas, there's a smoking honey that it's a 95% lean product. There's a sweet Lebanon, there's a double smoked sweet, there's a smoking honey where there's honey, brown sugar, and things like that added to the product. The bottom line is they're all most of our product is 87 to 90% lean beef. And we're an all-beef product. We don't have pork or any type of fillers in it. And that's what really makes Lebanon Bologna unique, because uh, I don't know if you'll ask this, but in case you don't, Lebanon Bologna got its name from being made. Harvey Harvey Seltzer came over here in 1902. They were 120 years old. Mm -hmm. And he came over here as a German immigrant, and he made a summer sausage-type product here in Lebanon County in Palmyra. And when he came up with his all-beef product, he called it Lebanon Bologna because being made in Lebanon County. Mm -hmm. So that's really how Lebanon Bologna got its name. Yes. That's pretty neat. Well, and, you know, you have had these products that, you know, people have loved, uh, again, you know, nationwide for years. And then uh, just recently, I mean, within, I think, what, the last couple of weeks, uh, mm -hmm. the company has rolled out some new products. So um, what are some of those things that uh, shoppers can start to see um, that Seltzer's has, has been expanding into? And why go that route now? Yeah. Um we're going that route again, like I explained earlier, the fourth generation took over and he's uh, a little more aggressive in growing the company, uh, growing the company outside our prime marketing area, which is central Pennsylvania, even though we are up and down the East Coast. They just released, I guess, about three or four weeks ago, maybe five or six, but not longer than that. We're making a what we call a beef jerky product. It's our Lebanon Bologna and we slice it into little beef jerky sizes, and then we dehydrate it, and then we package it. And uh, 
It's three different flavors. We have the Chipotle, the original Lebanon, and then double smoke uh, sweet. And it's a jerky stout type of product. And uh, so they came up with that. And that's been in the market. And it's in all the rudders. It's in Giant Weiss, Carnes's. Uh, a lot of the independents, uh, like the Sobbles, I can't think of all of the names, but we're in a lot of the independent markets now. And so that's kind of new. and We're kind of seeing where that product is going to fall as far as uh, how successful it will be. And then we're experimenting right now with uh, jerky bites, where we'll uh, do and make a little bite size. And down the road, we're looking at uh, like the protein snack uh, market, because that's kind of like where the foodies or whatever are picking up today. And so we're going to uh, be looking and experimenting with different packaging of uh, putting either the jerky or the bologna or the sweet bologna in as a protein snack. And then we okay. also have the beef sticks. We have the original beef stick, the spicy beef stick, and the sweet uh, beef stick. And they've been out in the market for a couple of years now. But we're going to try to uh, change the pack size and things like that from a bulk style pack to maybe an individual stick or two or three pieces in a package. And again, we'll be going after um, basically the convenience store, uh, the pick up and go areas in the stores uh, with these items. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that makes a lot of sense because a lot of what we have seen in the in the food news world is how much snacking is changing and how, I guess, how rapidly, really. I mean, when you look at like the last couple of years, uh, when COVID hit, people were really indulging and kind of, you know, sort of just given into whatever sort of snacking desires they had because they were home and they needed some comfort food. And now we're sort of hitting that spot where people are back out and on the go again. They need something, you know, easy and quick, uh, leaning a little healthier maybe than they were in the last mm -hmm. two years um and uh, you know quality and value because of course you know pricing is continuing yes. to rise uh in you know the food area and other areas of life uh making that a decision that we all have to look at as well so it really sounds like this is such a good moment to get into this stuff because we need the grab and go we need the meal replacement we need high quality for value and so it sounds like what what you guys have existing and what you're getting into is really hitting the trends that are out there and snacking right now yes and like i said we're going after the protein snack because we're all protein and uh so the austin the, the fourth uh generation owner he is uh, a foodie and he likes to uh you know have the, the protein snacks and everything on his desk so this is just kind of a natural now for him to go. But we'll be looking at that. Like I said, that's down the road a ways to see how the jerky and the jerky bites, how the new packaging on beef sticks and things are, how successful they'll be for us. But it is all protein. And, uh, you know, Lebanon bologna, which people, you know, like you think of Lebanon bologna or bologna, you know, people sometimes think is, uh, you know, is that really healthy? Well, like I said, our product, the main ingredients, is 87 to 92% beef. The other ingredients is just the sugar, the spices, and other mm -hmm. things that we need to finish the product. There's nothing bad in Lebanon bologna. You know, it's a good protein snack to have, and it doesn't, and it's not, uh, there's not a lot of fat in it. So yeah. you know, we're, we're going to kind of try to push that too. 
Yeah. And I, I like that direction. I have three boys, so they are 10, eight and four and they are running me all over like crazy. (laughs) So, you know, we have after school, we've got, you know, three in soccer, two in music lessons, one in karate, one in boy scouts. And we're just like, we're always going a lot of times, uh, you know, dinner, isn't until seven thirty or eight, and we need something that's going to keep them energized. That's you know not just extra empty carbs and sugar. And so we'll grab a beef stick and a cheese stick, and we'll and a Gatorade, and we'll head out to whatever the activity is. So yep. I mean, that's kind of right where we are in life. Yeah. <laughs> so perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you guys have uh, some other great things going on besides just coming out with the products. You had a a big week last week in Palmyra, um, there was an event to open up a, an outlet store and yeah. a museum. Correct. Museum's a little play of words. It's an outlet store and the history, a lot of history about the Seltzer family and the Seltzer company. When you say museum, you know, I, I wouldn't want to mislead people to think like there's like old antique. There are some antique relics, some antique equipment, but it's more about the history of Seltzer's. And uh, okay. the outlet store itself, we had always had an outlet store and it was always on site inside our manufacturing plant. And I mean, with being right next to Hershey Park, we're only five minutes from the entrance to Hershey Park here in Palmyra, we would get a lot of tourists. Naturally, we'd advertise, you know, we'd give plant tours. And back in the day, like when Hershey, they would give plant tours before Chocolate World and things like that. We gave plant tours. So we would get tons of people here in the summertime and we would have our outlet store here. Well, then 9-11 happened, unfortunately. And after that happened, it was a decision. We cannot have people in a manufacturing plant that they can be right on site. We took the outlet store off-site, and uh, there's a group of stores here in Lebanon County called the Jubilee Markets, and they sold our product in their store for a number of years, and then they decided to get out of the business, and we took it to an antique place right down the block from us, and we'd put a cooler in there, and that became our little outlet for people. Well, then Austin came on board again about three, three and a half years ago, the fourth generation. And he was talking to me and, you know, I got down how, you know, successful the outlet store was. And it was really nice for the community right here in Palmyra, too, to be able to come in. He liked that vision. He wanted to get some of the history of Seltzer's right on site. So we uh, got a building right on the back, right behind our smokehouses, actually. And uh, the last couple months that was renovated and it really came out great. I mean, we have an outlet store. Naturally, there's Lebanon sweet bolognas. There's some of our uh, discounted items there, uneven slices, the ends of the product we bag and sell at a great price for the local community. But we also have, you know, de- definitely the T-shirts, the hats, uh, the cornhole games, uh, <laughs> things like that. And we also, he wanted when people come that they could get Central Pennsylvania feel, the Pennsylvania Dutch feel. So we're selling shoe fly pies, whoopie pies, cool. uh, fudge, local chips, local candies on site also for, for the tourists to be able to pick up and take home. And then on the back part of the store, we did make where they say the museum part, 
we have some old baloney barrels. We have some baloney sales material. We have some of the pictures of the past employees, the retired employees, some pictures of old trucks. You know, a lot of little, uh, the old giveaways we would have in the sales department. And it, it just uh, neat old truck driver jackets, uh, anything we could find, you know, back in the day when Winross trucks were a big thing. We had our little Winross trucks and, you know, just different things like that. So it's a, it's a little kind of a cool experience to come in, and especially if you're outside the area, to get a little bit of the Pennsylvania Dutch flavor. And you yeah. know, what's more Pennsylvania Dutch than Lebanon Bologna, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, we're we were very, very happy with the outcome of it, yes. Yeah, I mean, I heard that uh, the crowds were more than you expected. Uh, everything I saw on the news last week, you guys got great news coverage for it, which was mm -hmm. awesome. So it looked like a great time. And, uh, you know, the people were really excited. And I think that's that kind of thing, you know, that atmosphere just sort of makes them sort of, I don't know, just like feel a little more special. And like they know they know more about it. They feel like they're kind of in, you know, when they get to experience like a little bit of that, that history or see kind of, you know, the old mm -hmm. pieces that, that go with the, the company. And like you said, with the placement being so close to Hershey, uh, it's yeah. no wonder that you get a lot of attention. So that's perfect. Yes, it is. Now, with you have having such a history with seltzers, I'm sure you were an integral part in putting the timeline together for the the history and for the outlet store and everything. What does it mean to you, or you know, how does it feel to like know that seltzers really has such an emphasis on you know family and its community, uh, and that it has been such a big part of um, Central PA for 120 years? Oh man, that's uh, that's a great question, and, and I tell you, for me personally. I don't want to say it was my only job. I mean, I went to college and worked for a Ford dealer a little bit and did a little side jobs. But then when I came with this company and it was just so family oriented, like over the years, my son has worked here in the sales department. My wife has worked here. Uh, a couple of good friends, Denny, the plant manager, he had four or five relatives working here. It was so family oriented. You just felt, you didn't feel like you were going to work every day. You know, you were going to see your family, you were going to make a good product, and you had a good time. I mean, yeah, were there times that, like any work, that, you know, you had trials and tribulations. But overall, you knew there was family support there. The Seltzer family themselves, and like I said, fortunately, I got to work for three generations, and uh, Jack Seltzer was more of a politician. He was a speaker of the house uh, up in Harrisburg for many, many, many years. So he left his uh, key people run the business and he'd stop in and just oversee it once in a while. And then in the early 80s, he decided to retire and him and his wife wanted to move to Arizona. So Craig Seltzer came on board and, uh, you know, Craig and I graduated the same year in high school. And again, the family tradition just kicked right in and continued again. Craig ran the business for oh, 35, 40 years. That whole time, right, like I said, it was just everybody, you knew every single person that worked in the plant, that worked in the trucks, that worked in the office. And we'd have, you know, our Christmas parties. We'd have golf outings as a company. We had, you know, luncheons. The really cool thing is, as far as working for a big corporation compared to a small family company, if you needed family time, I know, I guess they have these new family time things or family leave things. We didn't need that. 
if you had a family issue, you took time off and you took care of whatever your issue was, and you came back to work and your job was here. Yeah. And while you were going, one of your fellow co-workers picked up the slack that uh, was there. So things like that, you can't even put a price on. So like, again, the majority of the people before Austin took over, I'd say the average person that worked here was 20 or 25 years. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their their time here. And, uh, you know, that's unheard of today. So then Craig's uh, sister, her son, Austin, came in and he took over. He was a Penn State graduate. And they grew up in upstate New York, up at the St. Lawrence Seaway. And so he went to Penn State, came here, did some internships. Well, then he went and worked for Wall Street, uh, J.P. Morgan, for five years after he graduated. And it was, again, getting to the point where Craig wanted to retire. I wanted to retire. We were looking other sources to sell the company because at that time, it didn't seem any more family was interested in taking over. And then one day Craig came to me, we were coming back from lunch and he said, hey, Perry, uh, I tell you, Austin's going to come in and take over the business. And this was like a Wednesday. And I said, hey, that's great. I said, when's this going to happen? He goes, Friday. I said, oh, well, <laughs> two-day notice. <laughs> so Austin's been here and uh, he's making major changes, uh, like I said, with the product line, who we want to sell to. Uh, the different product lines we want to get into. And basically, it's a snack food area. So, yeah, it's really exciting. And that was really the cool part of working for a family company. Yeah, well, and that's cool. And and like you mentioned, I mean, to have sort of like the authenticity and the trust and just that built in respect, yeah. I think, for, for everybody when you know that you're working with people who care, whether your actual blood family or whether you've worked there for decades, right? Yeah. So that that's a that's a good sign of someplace where people are going to want to stay for a and really long said, time. And you said it right, really. Not, not just blood family. We had a lot of family members that were related, but the whole company was very family oriented and that meant yeah. everybody, you know, if someone got sick, they were taken care of and uh, people yeah. stepped up to the plate. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I mean, I know that um, the company, uh, the community means a lot to the company too, um, which I think is sort of just an extension of that feeling, right? Because you guys know that you're central PA born and bred. And, and, yeah. uh, you know, I think that there's a lot of, uh, giving back to, uh, to the area that sort of you've, you've had the chance to grow in. The Seltzer family, the Seltzer company, there's, uh, for many, as long as I can remember, there was a Seltzer softball field, there was a Seltzer theater. There was a Seltzer drugstore. Now, naturally, those are going by the wayside. But over the years, uh, the Seltzer family has supported the community. Jack Seltzer, when we had the outlet store in-house, he made sure everybody knew if somebody in the community needed a pound of lemon blunder, they came here and they could have it. It oh, wasn't wow. they didn't need to buy it, but if they needed it. They, were, they did not go hungry. They took care of money. Civic organizations, we our golf outings we sponsor, we were part of. So as far as the local community or even Lebanon County, we try to uh, have our hand in whatever is needed at the time. You know, there's there's a lot of great stuff going on right now and, and has been, uh, you know, with Seltzer. 
the company and, you know, the employees, the family, the products, lots of very exciting things happening. Um, is there anything that we didn't touch on that you want our retail members to know at PFMA? The main thing is uh, for the PFMA members is uh, we've been in business 120 years. That means we do things right. We make the product right. The product really hasn't changed in 120 years. So there's longevity there. We have, uh, you know, the members, I'm speaking to the members now, you know, they got a customer base that week in and week out, we're stable. They want their pound of Lebanon bologna, their seltzer sweet bologna. You know, that says a lot, the, our retail outlets, that they can have that. We guarantee our product. If you guys ever have an issue, you call in here, the sales team will take care of that issue immediately. No questions asked. And uh, like, I mean, the easiest thing is we've been in business 120 years. How many companies do you deal with today have been in business that long? Right. So we do things right. We do things right for the consumer. We do things right for our retailers. And uh, and we thank you all for, for the products that you do buy and sell for us. Hey, thank you. And, you know, one thing I wanted to go back and ask you before I forget with your big week last week, when you opened the outlet store, you did not have a ribbon cutting. You had bologna. a bologna cutting. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> How big cake, was that bologna? <laughs> I was about, we didn't make it as big in diameter, but in length, it was at least seven or eight foot long. Oh my goodness. And then we cut it with a knife. <laughs> and that idea came years ago, naturally one of the retailers, Carnes Food Markets. We do a lot of business with them. And one day I was with Scott Carnes or whatever, and we were sitting around talking and he was having a grand store opening and he said about the ribbon cutting. And we said, well, why don't you have a bologna cutting? So they did. So we took a long bologna up and they cut it. And uh, that's kind of where the idea came from. Instead of the traditional ribbon cutting, yeah. uh, we had the Seltzer's Lebanon bologna cutting. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, it's a lot tastier than you just have lunch, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a, we made everybody free sandwiches. We grilled them on the grill. And uh, yeah, it was really, really nice. That's day. awesome. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Well, hey, congratulations on everything going on with Seltzers. And you know, thank you so much for sharing your story and all the new stuff that's going on at the company. Tune in in two weeks as we welcome Kristen Willis of Cormark to discuss their evolution into quick service restaurant foods. If you enjoy Shelf Confidence, please subscribe and share. Thanks for listening.